Hello. Can I just say, you're gorgeous. Has anyone ever told you that? Because you totally are. This is Effortless Transformation. You're listening to episode five. You can't fix what ain't broke. Prepare to have your mind blown. Hello and hello to you. I am so glad you're here. I have some magic fairy dust I am going to sprinkle in your life and it just might blow your mind. So I hope you stick around for what I have for you today because it is so juicy and it is so transformational. What I want to talk about today is why, how we focus on the wrong thing and why that keeps us stuck in life. Why it keeps us stuck in the struggle, in the hamster wheel of life. Clients who come to me are often people who've spent most of their lives struggling to feel worthy, struggling to accomplish the things they want, or in a lot of cases, feeling like they have no idea what they want or who they even are. They just know that they never quite feel right. There may be moments of peace and connection and feeling whole and happy, like, you know, when you get married or when they have the baby, but they always spiral back to this place of feeling like they are missing something. And they wonder, like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just figure this out? Like, what am I missing here? Why isn't anything I do ever enough? Why can't I just be happy? And here's what I want to offer. You can't fix your life when you believe deep down that you are broken. You won't ever feel whole as long as you believe that something is missing. You will never feel content as long as you believe you're not enough. My life didn't begin to transform until I stopped trying to fix it. And I started sitting with the idea that maybe there was nothing to fix. What if I'd gotten it backwards all this time? What if all of my struggling was what was keeping me stuck, was what was keeping me in the struggle? I just couldn't believe anymore that life had to be so difficult. I couldn't stomach that there was no peace to be found. I would lose the weight and still feel unlovable. I would conquer one habit only to pick up another. I would pay off my debt and still feel scared of running out of money. I would find the one only to end up feeling suffocated and trapped and desperate to get out of the relationship. I kept thinking there was something I still needed to find or someone, or some career, or some life purpose, or maybe the heavens would open up and zap me, and then I would finally feel worthy of love. I would finally arrive, right? (laughs) I really, really got sick of myself. I got so sick of the struggle. So I sat myself down and told God that I wasn't going to try anymore. And if my life was worth anything, if I was worth anything, I couldn't find it. 
And honestly, at that point, I had very little faith there was even a higher being to be found, to be talking to. I was really bottoming out. And it's the best thing that ever happened in my life because it's when I stopped trying so hard to live my life, I stopped doing that life started to live through me. I started being. I decided that clearly what I had believed about myself and about life meant nothing anymore. Not if it meant living in the forever feeling of falling short. Can I get a witness? (laughs) Nothing you do is ever enough. I couldn't live like that anymore. So I got really still. I would spend every morning just sitting and breathing and silently and probably a little stubbornly praying that I wasn't going to try to change who I was anymore. And if I needed to change in order to be loved, well, fuck that. I wasn't playing that game anymore. I was so done. And I can't tell you exactly how or when it happened. It was a very like deep, subtle transformation. And I also can't tell you that there aren't still days or even weeks that I forget and go back into struggle. But what I grew to understand and grew to believe was that I am not broken and I don't need to be fixed. I was already and had always been whole, worthy, and complete. What was broken were my beliefs about myself and about the world around me. I didn't need to be fixed. I needed to remember who I was and decondition any thought or false persona or fear-based belief that blinded me to who I truly was. When you have a core belief that you are wrong, that you are unworthy, you will never feel worthy. You will try to fix all the things about you that believe that you believe make you wrong, but no matter how hard you try, it's an endless struggle because you are functioning from a belief about yourself that you're unworthy and nothing you do on the outside changes your beliefs. So the focus, rather than focusing on our behavior and all the gaps in our life and all the things that need to change, the focus needs to be on our beliefs. Our attention needs to go to our broken thoughts. Our work, if you will, is to transform our minds. When you believe you're enough, your life will reflect that. When you believe you're worthy, you will receive the love that has always been there. When you believe you're beautiful, you will radiate beauty. When you believe you're gifted, you will use your gifts. I'll give you another personal example of how this concept proved true in my life. So from the time I was young, I I identified as someone who's creative. People told me I was creative. Um, I just, I was drawn to the arts. I love the arts. I wanted to be a creative person. And I, I dabbled in art and I kept trying to become 
an artist. <laughs> and I kept coming to the canvas, trying to paint something that would make me feel like an art, like I was an artist. And, you know, people would say, oh, you're an artist. And I'd be like, well, no, 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 I just paint. Like I wasn't allowing myself to identify as an artist because I had yet to paint something that I felt was like truly a, an authentic expression of myself. And I even, you know, in my early 20s, like sold art. And, you know, I had people telling me like, oh, you're, you're an artist. And I was like, eh, well, maybe one day. But no, I, you know, I never went to art school. I don't really know what I'm doing. No way. I, you know, maybe I'll be an artist one day. And in the middle of, of learning about this concept I'm, I'm dropping here for you, I decided... What would happen if I just believed that I was an artist? You know, I really, I was like, you know, at what point do we decide we're an artist, right? Like, does someone just like, like knight us as an artist, right? <laughs> like anoint us as an artist, right? Or do we finally like paint enough paintings that we finally get to call ourselves an artist? So I just decided like, there are no rules. I get to decide who I am. I get to define myself. I want to be an artist. I'm just going to start believing that I am. Even though the evidence around me is, you know, shaky, if that, I'm just going to embody and believe I am an artist. And I'm, you know, I'm learning this concept. I'm playing with it. It felt very imposter syndrome. Like it felt very bold and very brazen. But, you know, that's how I live my life. And so I just decided, fuck it, I'm an artist. And the transformation that happened in me, the way I began to show up to the canvas, the way I felt liberated to paint, to explore, to like do what I wanted, like all it all shifted and I actually started to create art that made me feel like I was an artist. Or, or the art that I had been, you know, think, looking for before. But I was, before I was coming from a belief of, mm, not an artist yet. And so I kept painting and creating art that was from someone who's not an artist yet. Versus just showing up in the, like, embodying the artist and creating from that space. I, I was confident. I was bold. I was unique in my expression. I took risks and I created really beautiful art finally in my life. But the belief changed first. I had to believe I was an artist to create the art that I actually desired to create. This is because everything we do and experience is a result of what we believe. When I was trying to prove to myself I was an artist, I was constantly like, you know, criticizing the, the things that would come out and looking at them and being like, nope, not good enough yet, not good enough yet. And so I stayed in this very like low confidence place, right? And never, never painted what I really truly wanted to paint. So if you believe you're broken, no matter how hard you try to fix yourself, you will always behave as someone who's broken. So I like to tell my clients, like, 
your brain is like a Google search engine. Whatever belief you have, whatever thought you have, your brain will automatically go to work to find all of the evidence that what you believe is true. We call this confirmation bias. Like it is an actual thing. Like whatever you focus on, whatever you think, your brain will find all of the things around you that affirm what you're thinking. It's like, you know, if you buy a red car and then all of a sudden you see red cars everywhere. Like, it's not like red cars just appeared out of nowhere. It's like now your brain is like, oh, I'm aware of red cars. And then it's, you start finding red cars everywhere. So if you believe you're broken and let's say you start dating someone and you are smitten with them and you really like them and you think they're totally into you, you have the best chemistry and he's just doting and giving you all this attention and then you discover that he's been dating like five other women. Ouch, right? If you have the core belief that something is wrong with you, you'll interpret this like, oh, see, there must be something wrong with me. No one ever loves me. I can't ever attract a good man. If I were better, if I were more desirable, he, he would have been faithful. Versus if you have the belief that you are whole and worthy of great love and respect, that you're a catch, you would interpret it like, wow, thank God I realized what kind of guy this is. I am worthy of someone who wants me as much as I want him. Next. Right? So this is a key concept for effortless transformation. True, deep transformation happens from the inside out. We change our beliefs about ourselves and then our life lines up with those new beliefs. I'm going to share one more example because I really want you to see the magic in this and how this takes the struggle out of your life. So I grew up in the 90s and I was very into like grunge and I thought it would be really cool to be a smoker. (laughs) And I was a smoker and I started young. I started in high school. I smoked up until I had my first child and then as soon as I was done having my last child, I picked the habit back up again. And I believed that I loved smoking so much and I tried to quit so many times. I tried so many things. I tried all the things and I hated that I smoked. But I- And then I happened upon this book called Alan Carr's Easy Way to Quit Smoking, which, uh, side note, if you are a smoker or you know someone who is trying to quit, this book is phenomenal. But in the book, what he basically does is convince you with a lot of logic that you actually don't like smoking. It's the addiction that makes you believe that you love smoking. So he helps you to like, he kind of clears away all the cobwebs and the lies of addiction and helps you to understand that the real you, the true you, does not want to poison your body. There's no way a species who is, you know, designed to survive wants to slowly kill themselves with poisonous toxins. And so throughout the book, you realize like, oh, 
I don't love smoking. I'm not a smoker. I'm just someone who has believed they are a smoker. And so I've been behaving as a smoker. When I changed my mind, when I let the book convince me that I was not actually a smoker, like some magic voodoo happened. It was kind of crazy. It's actually what started me on the path to coaching, honestly, because it showed me the power of belief and your mindset and how you identify. But once I stopped identifying as a smoker and I started to believe and the truth that I was actually not a smoker, the addiction had just clouded my mind and made me believe that I was. When I really sunk into like, I'm not a smoker, I hate smoking. It causes me nothing but like suffering in my life, except for those few seconds of relief when you actually smoke the cigarette. Like I hate smoking. When I identified as a non-smoker, it became easy to quit. And if I could, like, I tell myself all the time, I tell people, like, if I could quit smoking, anybody can do anything. I honestly was someone who, like, thought I loved smoking more than anything. But when, when, the, when my mind changed, when my mindset, sh- mindset shifted, and I realized, like, I'm not a smoker. And when a non-smoker is around cigarettes, they don't smoke because they're not a smoker. Like, why would a non-smoker smoke? It makes no sense. I identified as a non-smoker, no longer had the desire to smoke. So if your life is a shit show, and no matter how hard you try, you don't feel like you are living in the fullness of who you are, you're not experiencing the life you desire, I invite you to stop for a minute. Get still. Stop struggling. Stop fighting. Stop trying to do. Stop trying to fix. Go inwards and explore. What do you believe to be true about you? Who are you believing that you are that might not be truth? Question everything. Look at the behavior that you keep trying to fix, the experience you keep trying to solve, and just get curious about it. Like, who are you believing you are in that moment? Is it really true that you don't know how to eat to nourish your body? Is it really true that you don't know how to lose weight? Is it really true that you don't know how to speak to your children? Is it really true that you don't know how to connect with your spouse? Is it true that I can't trust anyone? What beliefs are you functioning from? And are you willing to get curious? Are you willing to think differently to have a different experience in life? Sometimes these beliefs are so deep and ingrained. This is a lot of the work I do with my clients is uncovering kind of the the origin of these beliefs when, when we developed them. Sometimes it requires going back and kind of really even emotionally shifting the belief. Um, And if you want help uncovering the deep core beliefs that are determining your life and keeping you stuck, reach out. I'm currently taking private clients and I commit myself 100% to liberating you from anything that tells you you are less than who you truly are. The truth is you are so worthy. 
the truth is you are uniquely and divinely created with your very own concoction of magic inside of you. You have unique gifts and strengths and personality and beauty and and the work, the effortless work is uncovering all the things that tell you otherwise and unbelieving them. It's not becoming someone who's worthy. It's remembering that you always were worthy. It's not becoming someone who can achieve this or that. It's remembering that you've always been capable of achieving this or that. It's effortless in the sense that it's not a struggle, but it is it's it takes faith to change your beliefs and it does take work. The work is simple, but it it requires something from you. You have to be willing to let go of these old stories. You have to be willing to like take the leap of faith that maybe Maybe the truth is I've always been lovable. I've always been worthy. I've always had purpose. I just had a whole bunch of shit piled on me that confused me and made me believe I was someone I'm not. I just want to plant this in your heart. What if the life you desire is actually the easiest thing you to do? What if the only thing keeping you from everything you want is the belief that it has to be a struggle? This is about moving beyond surface level and getting to the root of where the transformation needs to take place. And when you can do that, your transformation becomes effortless. And the next level, the even more exciting part, is you get to decide who you are. You get to decide who you're going to be in this world. There are no rules. You decide who you are. And when you build belief in that, you will be that. That is all for today, my friends. I hope this has inspired you. I hope it's made you think. I hope I've been able to sprinkle some some fairy dust in the crevices of your brain and um, if you're intrigued I encourage you to stick around we will continue to dive deeper and deeper into the art of effortless transformation I love you all I hope you have a magical week and thanks again for listening hey thanks for listening If you're liking what I'm throwing down and you want to connect, you can find me on the socials at Coach Becca Stark, B-E-C-C-A-S-T-A-R-K on Instagram or Rebecca Stark Thornberry on Facebook. And if you want to work with me, I take private clients deep into this journey of effortless transformation. If you're ready to stop struggling and start living, Visit my website, RebeccaStarkCoaching.com and book yourself a free consult.